This is Ohiro Oni Isele. Ruminations is the podcast where I discuss matters of life. Men and women fought and died in the United States so that I could one day become recognized as a full human being. Of course, there are still many people who believe that only Caucasians deserve to be called human, but that is a discussion for another time. Though there are still struggles for acceptance in some quarters, people who look like me are no longer where we were not that long ago. I am very conscious of the fact that many of those who died in the struggle for human and civil rights did not even look like me. They and others who looked like me fought together and died for me without even knowing me. Too many of those who survived the struggle paid such heavy physical and emotional price that it cannot be measured in real terms. I sometimes wonder how many of them would have engaged in the struggle had they known exactly what it all would be to their persons and their families. Sometimes I have even wondered if I would have engaged, although my mind tells me that I would have. But whether or not I would have done so knowing what it all would be, it's another question. But as soon as I begin to wonder, I am reminded of the fact that they who fought and died never gave up even when the costs to them mounted. So I am convinced that they did what they did simply because they had love in their hearts. As a result of their love for others, they were willing to steer evil in the face and die for what was right. Many died without speaking any memorable words, but the love that their works represented is the reason why I could be what I am today. So, in my moments of reflection, my gratitude to those matters knows no bounds. So many decades after freedom was obtained by and for minority groups in the United States, South Africa, and many other countries, people are still being arrested, wrongfully imprisoned, and even killed because of who they are, what they look like, and or who they love. Around the world, many are even being killed today because of who and how they worship. Even today, many in our world, including in Western democracies like the United States, France and the United Kingdom, are still necessarily engaged in rallying and fighting for social justice, propelled by their love for humanity and community. Many others preach 
that all are made in the likeness of God. Yet, they see no reason to join in any effort to cut the chains of bondage, because they believe that some among us do not deserve to be free. But we cannot truly love God without loving our neighbors, a term that truly means everybody, including those that we do not even know, and those that we may find difficult to love. But how is it that we can feel so comfortable in our own situations, knowing that there is so much suffering in our world that requires us to act? How is it that we still argue whether it is right or wrong to place children in cages as a matter of policy, when the plain fact is that it is wrong? Why do we still consider it appropriate to blame victims of obvious injustice when our energies and resources should be pointed at those who render us all less loving and more closed-minded, even as we live in a world in which we can now more easily obtain facts to educate ourselves on any matter than at any time in human history? Why do we then pretend that we do not know that all around us abound massive expressions of oppression while we go about our daily businesses undeterred? These are some of the questions that I ponder, but I do not have answers to them. Sometimes I wonder what will happen if we were brought before a judge or tribunal on charges that we were caught helping the poor, advocating for members of the LGBTQ community, supporting interracial marriages, accepting undocumented immigrants in our midst, and embracing members of racial and religious groups different from ours. Will there even be enough evidence to convict us? This is a question that nobody can truly answer for someone else, because the answer lies in the heart. Most of us understand that acts of love are not always broadcast, nor should they. Some people will say that this is because our society loves sensationalism, and love is not sensational. Perhaps that is true, but that is not the point. Some others might say it is because we have so much to do now, that we have no time to care for everybody who needs us. Perhaps that's also true, but it is a poor excuse for nonchalance. You see, Christians like to talk about the, history, the story of the Good Samaritan that Christ told. And people like me, who were raised as Christians, 
we're taught that story from childhood, and that is still the case today in Christian fold. That people who are being raised as Christians are still being told that story from childhood. But revisiting that story, I stipulate that it took the Good Samaritan some time to do what he did. But it is also true that even more relevant is that he sacrificed his time and money to save the life of a fellow traveler who had been victimized by perpetrators of evil. He stopped. He examined the other man took him to the place where he'll be treated and paid for the treatment before continuing on his way the next day. Yes, he made a detour and delayed his journey overnight to care for someone with whom he had very little or nothing in common. But think about the lessons of this story. Both men were from different ethnic backgrounds, perhaps different socioeconomic status, and they had religious differences. One man was a victim of hate, and the other, more privileged, ignored all of the differences between them and showed love. We are not told that he said anything, except these words to the innkeeper. Take this money, look after him, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. His love was not sensationalized, yet this act of love by the Good Samaritan spoke louder than any words that he could have uttered. Today, some of our neighbors are literally experiencing the full weight of nations and men bigger than they. With children in poverty around the world and some being abused in ways too difficult even to fathom. Women experiencing intimate partner violence. Families in crisis and being torn apart due to their immigration status. My grandchildren being placed in cages to the support of even religious and political leaders. Worse among small communities and big nations turning millions into hungry refugees. We wonder exactly what has gone wrong with our world, but many of us sit still and unmoved by the harrowing images on our television screens. These victims beg and wish for our help, and many seek hiding places with none to be found, while we ask ourselves if we shall get involved or continue to stand aside. Sometimes we wonder how and or at what point we should intervene in problems so large. To these questions I say, please, for God's sake, please, remember the Good Samaritan. Remember those who died that we might be free. These acts of love, 
spoke much louder than words. As the words say in the Battle Hymn of the Republic, also known as Mine Eyes Have Seen the Glory of the Lord, which was written by Julia Ward Howe, a social activist and abolitionist. Quote, As Christ died to make men holy, let us die to make men free, while God is marching on. Every time we do that, we exhibit love greater than words. In our daily lives, let us remember to bring hope to the hopeless, and let us not just claim, but actually show that we are capable of loving those that may even be difficult to love because, as human beings, we are called to be graceful and loving to others. In various speeches, Martin Luther King said the following words that have never lost their power and relevance especially in the times that we now live. Quote, There comes a time when silence is betrayal. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Only in the darkness can you see the stars. Our world is dark now, and it's getting darker. May we find the wisdom, courage, and determination to bring light to a world that so desperately needs it.